It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B in the corner. To Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Jordan Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armin Ross. They brought him to the Steve again. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Parkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here, X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's get right to Dave in Hudsonville. Don't want to waste any time. Oh, he had to go. Oh, sorry. My, oh, I got a guy calls in at 7.53. Yeah, he said he was going to call back. All right. So we're not going to get to Dave in Hudsonville. That's Ben Glaze. Find him on Twitter at the Ben Glaze. I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Uh, Ryan Elke with the day off today. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, you can always find our podcast. Listen back to anything you may have missed on demand by visiting Google, Apple, Spotify, and of course, the iHeartRadio app. Harris uh, says that the reason Mario feels the way that he feels is because he's never had Freddy's pizza yet. So that's, that's what Paris has to say about that, uh, that commentary. And look, like I said, it's an open phone line. If you have a grievance to air, uh, feel free. I didn't really necessarily understand uh, what the, uh, what the issue was uh, at hand, but you know, we tried to, uh, you know, we, like I said, we take all calls, no matter uh, where you're calling from or what your viewpoint might be or what you want to argue or what you want to talk about. We're, we're here for you, man. That's what we do. Uh, good morning to all of our affiliates across the uh, the great state of Michigan. 93.7 WKAD covering the Cadillac, Traverse City, uh, Houghton Lake, Manistee, Kalkaska, Kingsley area. 13.40 a.m. and 104.7 FM, WMBM, Petoskey, Charlevoix, Sheboygan, Boyne City, Northport, Gaylord. Good morning to everybody up there. St. Ignace, Harbor Springs. Why, it's beautiful. Beautiful area up there. Can't wait to get up there. 101. Point one WGRY in Grayling, Lewiston, Mancelona, West Branch, Ross Common. Good morning to all of you. 100.9 FM, the Loon, WLUN in Bay City, Saginaw, Midland, West Branch, Frankenmuth, Mount Pleasant. Good morning to all of you. 1330 WTRX in Flint, 1230 WCWA, Toledo, Monroe. Good morning to you. And uh, of course, 96.1 FM, WMAX in GR and Holland, the Zoo, Muskegon, Benton Harbor. It's great to have you uh, all with us here this morning. All right, what's going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Amon Ross St. Brown said that Ben Johnson called him, according to his podcast that was released yesterday, called him in the morning, woke him up, and he asked him, like, what's up? Are you, you know, 
And what are you doing? Are you leaving? You staying? What's the deal? Did you do an interview? And St. Brown said on the podcast, he's like, you know what? I'm on my way to the facility right now. He said he couldn't sleep last night. He was thinking about it. He said there's unfinished business. He wants to stay. I am surprised at how the media covered this one because Ben Johnson was, oh, it's his job if he wants it. Like, that's a, he's the number one option. Oh, the commander's got their guy. And then all of a sudden, he was like, no, I'm staying in Detroit. So, well, they didn't want him anyways. And it's like, what? You guys better find a coach and better do so fast because the Senior Bowl's coming up. Uh, Seahawks have hired Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald to be their head coach. So congratulations to the former uh, Michigan and Baltimore uh, D.C. Round of applause, studio audience, for Mike McDonald. Look at that. Huh. Guess he wasn't any good without the old Connor Stallion scandal, huh? That's what it was? That's, yeah, okay. All right, sure. Uh, Damian Lillard returned to Portland last night. He got a standing ovation. Congratulations to him. However, the Blazers actually won 119-116 to 116 over the Bucks. Lillard finished with 25 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists in the ballgame. The Detroit Pistons were in action against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it was all about Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs. Holy mackerel, 45 points in the game for Donovan Mitchell to go along with 6 rebounds and 8 assists. The Pistons, look, I mean... Defensively, we're just we're just not great. We're not a great defensive team. Uh, is anybody in today's NBA? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how you're supposed to defend. I do have a really good um, option for them, and I just think this: as far as the fouls are called, right? The Pistons shot 19 free throws, and there were 23 free throws shot by Cleveland. Cleveland was 22 of 23 from the stripe. The Pistons were 15 of 19. If the offensive player creates the contact with the defender, just don't call it. Boom, done. And allegedly the NBA is going to be looking at this. So if you like pump fake and jump into somebody, uh, they're supposed to not call that anymore. But like if you're driving to the lane and you're, you you literally lean into or jump into somebody to draw contact, it, you just, just leave it as a no call and keep playing. Eventually guys will stop doing it. Because if you're not getting that call, you're not just going to you know keep flinging it up at the hoop trying to get to the free throw line. Like, that's, you're the one creating the contact. You're the one causing the whistle to be blown. So just remove it from the game. And it really shouldn't be that hard. Allow guys to be a little bit more physical. Because it is a physical game, despite what you might hear. You know, go sit courtside one time. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll be amazed at what isn't called. You'll be like, wow, the high school game, everything's being called. Anthony Edwards was fined $40,000 because he's got some criticisms of the officials, said they were bad, terrible, said they were playing eight on five. The NBA slapped him with a $40,000 fine. Can you believe that? Where is the fine for the actual officials? That's what I want to know. Like, When, when, are, when are they ever going to be held accountable? Well, players aren't perfect, coaches aren't perfect, sure. Sure, but we expect officials to... You know, at least be decent. Uh, 76ers Joel Embiid will be out tonight. He's going to have his knee uh, reevaluated. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga fell on it the other night, and of course, you know, anytime anybody falls on Joel Embiid, it's a big deal because he just guy just can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy, and even when he is healthy, he doesn't play. So whatever. Uh, we've got four players from the 2018 World Junior Championships uh, Canadian team that uh, that have been granted leave of absences from their clubs. They are being charged uh, with sexual assault. So this is a this is a big big deal right now um not good at all not good at all so i don't know the full story here of what uh what was taking place but london ontario police 
scheduled a uh, news conference for for Monday. Police department lost and launched an investigation in 2022 after TSN reported that Hockey Canada had settled a lawsuit with a woman who said she was sexually assaulted by eight members of the team after a gala celebrating their gold medal win at the 2018 World Junior Championships. The Globe and Mail first reported the pending charges last week, which we talked about it, which prompted the players to step away from their teams. The four NHL players have been on paid leave, according to sources. However, league sources said the players' statuses with their respective teams will likely change. If charges are pressed, they could face suspension by their teams or by the NHL, see their contracts terminated or end up on the commissioner's exempt list. The players are all 25 years old. This is a crazy story. We'll have to wait and see what uh, what takes place next. Uh, new, uh, we've got the Northwestern coach Chris Collins was ejected late at the Purdue game after the crazy free throw discrepancy. How about this? A 38 shot difference in free throws attempted. 38 shot, 46 to eight advantage. That is the largest discrepancy since Northwestern 51 to nine free throw advantage over Old Dominion on December second. What I did like is after Collins got ejected in the game, is that he went. Uh, Matt Painter found him. They shook hands, and then as he was walking off the uh, walking off the court, he was smiling, waving to the Purdue players, shook hands with Zach Eady, like he got it. He got his point across. And a group that consists of the former Baltimore Mayor Kurt Schmoke, former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg, and Cal Ripken Jr., along with the former Detroit Piston Grant Hill, are in part of an investor group that has agreed to buy the Baltimore Orioles. We'll step aside back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Detroit Pistons fell last night 128-121 to on the road in Cleveland. The Cavs led by Donovan Mitchell's 45-point bonanza. Newcomer Danilo Gallinari led the Stones with 20 points on 6-8 of eight from the field. And speaking of Gallinari, who came over with Mike Muscala in the deal that sent Isaiah Livers and Marvin Bagley to Washington. Since that trade, Detroit is 3-5 and five and has played some better basketball. A lot more competitive without those massive blowout losses in any of those games that they've dropped. Some veteran shooting and a veteran presence in the locker room helps, but for a team that is 6-41, the writing is already on the wall this season. Congratulations, by the way, to center Jalen Duran and shooting guard Jaden Ivey, who were selected in the 2024 NBA All-Star Weekend Rising Stars game, the only Pistons to make the game in both years. Don't miss shopping this week at Meyer. This Saturday only, get 10% off Meyer brand gift cards with Emperks. Clip in the app today. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills cereal or Dan and yogurt and more. Shop and save even more this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference.
This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. That's Ben Glaze. I'm Anthony Bellino. Great to have you ride along with us here on this Thursday. Thursday, it is the first of the month, February 1st, 2024. And we made it through the longest month ever, January. We survived some cold days, and folks, golf is right around the corner. That's right. You got to be thinking March, right? Get the clubs back out in March. That'll be good. Now, I, I want to get to the story that um, I, I really, I just don't understand what's taking place. Maybe you have a better grasp and you want to join us. one 838 4843 huge That's 866-838-4843. Or text us using the keyword sports radio and send that to 21,000. But the PGA Tour has reached a deal with a company called Strategic Sports Group which is a consortium of billionaire sports team owners that is going to infuse $3 billion into this new for-profit entity, PGA Tour Enterprises, that was officially launched on Wednesday, according to the tour. Under the terms of the deal, the SSG, Strategic Sports Group, which is being led by Fenway Sports Group, would make an initial investment of $1.5 billion with the possibility of another $1.5 billion coming later. The PGA Tour will control the for-profit company. The tour said in its news release that the deal with SSG allows for a co-investment from Saudi Arabia's public investment fund subject to all necessary regulatory approvals. PGA Tour said nearly 200 of its members would have access to a, quote, first-of-its-kind program that would allow them to become equity holders in PGA Tour enterprises. The members would collectively have access to more than $1.5 billion in equity grants, which will vest over time. The size of the grants will be determined by a tiered system based on the career accomplishments, recent achievements, future participation and services, and PGA Tour membership status. The equity program would be available only to qualified PGA Tour players. The commish, Jay Monahan, provided details of the deal with members of the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry, PGA Tour champions in a conference call yesterday. Today marks an important moment for the PGA Tour and fans of golf across the world. By making PGA Tour members owners of their league, we strengthen the collective investment of our players in the success of the PGA Tour. Fans win when we all work to deliver the best in sports entertainment and return the focus to the incredible and unmatched competitive atmosphere created by our players, tournaments, and partners. I'll tell you this much. I don't know exactly, like, long-term. I don't watch the Live Tour. I don't really care about it. I've been pretty... You know, outspoken about that. Uh, for the guys that jumped and wanted the money, like I get it. How how much is enough? I don't really know. Uh, we just want more because more is better, right? You you just you get some of something and you just want more of something because more is better. It's like that old AT and T commercial with the kids when they were trying to figure out why they just they wanted more. Like that's why. And for me, this whole thing has done nothing but take away from golf. Right, that's it. Like that that's what it's done. It hasn't done like the the live tour hasn't really done anything for anybody in my opinion. Outside of pay these guys a ridiculous amount of money just for showing up. And that's not what's supposed to be at the heart of the tour. Like if you don't make the cut, you don't get paid. Like that's the best part about it. Like that's what makes it competitive. Like that's what I mean, that's why, you know, 
I, I don't know. So for me, this doesn't do a whole lot. Here's Rory McIlroy's response. Effort to kind of repair a fractured landscape. Do you have an opinion on on how that gets done in terms of bringing guys back who, who cashed in to join with the guys who didn't? And is that difficult? I think life is about choices. Guys made choices to go and play live. Guys made choices to stay here. And, you know, you if people still have eligibility on this tour and they want to come back and play or you want to try to do something, let them come back. I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think it's hard to punish people. Um, I don't think there should be a punishment for, I, I'm obviously I've changed my tune on that because I see where golf is and I see that having a diminished PJ tour and having a diminished live tour or anything else is, is bad for both parties. Be much better being together and moving forward together for the good of the game. Um, and that's, that's my that's my opinion of it so you know the, to me the faster that we can all get back together and start to play and you know start to have you know the strongest fields possible i think is great for golf what i don't understand is if the the saudis want to get involved in this right and they got all this money from their you know whatever the the pif right the public investment fund if they want to do this why not just in fee- like put their money, dump the money into like the PGA Tour? You know what I mean? Like, why create your own tour that is random as hell that has the team? Like, I I, I don't know, man. I, I if you want to do a couple of like sporadic events where they're like the the formats a little bit different, we've had those in year. Like, we've had Stableford scoring events, we have match play events. Like, why not do that? Like, that would be kind of cool. Like, the FedEx Cup doesn't make any sense. But you know what would make a lot of sense? After I fix college football, I can move on to be the commissioner of the PGA Tour. If What if the World Golf Championships became the Saudis? I, like, this is the only, the only reasonable explanation I can come up with this. The Saudis want in on golf. Dude, own the World Golf Championships. Make the prize money for those insane and go through the qualifying stages like you normally would like scrap the fedex cup like well, the fedex can slap their sponsorship on whatever they want they could slap it on this show I'd, i'm more than happy to take the 10 million from them sure bring it on over i'll go pick it up i'll meet you halfway how about that but how what if the saudis in the in the public investment fund they want to get in what if they basically just bought the world golf championships and the way that it worked is this you play on a point structure that's very easy to understand for the casual fan this is what this is all the other events you know where you place at is how many points relative to your field so if you place you know first in an event that had 50 guys you'd get 50 points you know what i'm saying or however you want to do the point structure make it standardized across the board make your major tournaments have way higher way higher point totals so you win you win the masters you get a thousand points there's something ungodly so you win the masters you're basically guaranteed to qualify for the world golf championships and then in the world golf championships you could have multiple events throughout the year where the majors play a role in qualifying like your regular tournaments and your majors play a role into qualifying for these different wgc events and that ends with the match play event for all the marbles. 
like that to me seems like a win-win for the PGA Tour. You know I've already fixed college football. Boom. I'm here with a simple solution to fix golf. And if the Live wants to say in their World Golf Championships, you guys own it. You guys own this. Run it. It's a four-day event. This is how you qualify. We're going to start the season, you know, the, the one week after the new year, get it away from, like, some of the football stuff. We're going to start the season, and we're going to run for, you know, you're going to have tournaments every weekend leading up to the Masters. Then after the Masters, boom, we would have our first World Golf Championship event that would be, to like, two weeks following the Masters or three weeks following the Masters, right? And, and make these WGC events Break up the PGA Tour calendar so that you have these WGC events kind of in between, right? So you're qualifying to get into the major. You perform well in the major. You take those points and add it on top to what you've already been doing to get into these WGC events that have these massive purses. Because the guarantees take the fun out of it. You play well, you get paid. Like, that's the that's the point. And so the PGA Tour can exist... And the quote-unquote live tour can exist. We just rebrand it into the WGC, give them the ownership and the control of it, and put that on the calendar so that guys are incentivized to play in more tournaments so they could rack up more points to qualify for the WGC if for whatever reason they perform poorly at a major. Now you have increased attendance by your world's best players at your normal tournaments throughout the course of the season. You've got an emphasis on the majors that separate them, and you've got you've, you've fulfilled the Saudis' uh, urge to get into golf. You could play these events wherever you want, and it all culminates in a match play for the quote-unquote FedEx Cup Tour Championship. Boom! Done! Bing bong! And look, he's done it again! He's done it! It's brilliant! Back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC.
miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Let's hit that Myers Supercenter guest line. We've got a couple of calls, 866-838-4843, 866-838-4843, 866-838-HUGE. Let's get to Ken in Burton. Uh, good morning, Ken. How are you, my friend? Good morning, Anthony. Yeah, I would like to talk to you about the PGA Tour. Yes, sir. My own opinion, I don't think the P. One of the reason I believe the PGA Tour is doing this is they don't think they can pay money wise with the Saudis, and also they're losing two or three players every year. But then on the live side of golf, they can't get world golf ranking points and. If yeah, their big stars are exempt into the majors, but there's a lot of those older players that are the years are going down and they can't get into a major golf tournament. So I think that's one of their big gripes on live tours. They they can't get the world golf point rankings, and I don't think they'll get them unless they go to a four day event instead of a three. And uh, also, I'd like to ask your opinion of something. Okay, have you ever seen? I mean, I'm sure you have in sports. I have too, but. Anybody that's dropped more in popularity than than Phil Mickelson has with uh, gambling and the insider investments and his, his talk about the PGA Tour and also even talking about uh, the people who employ him now, the live people. Have you ever seen anybody go downhill as quickly as he has? No more commercials, no more endorsements. And one other thing is... The one thing I can understand the, the players wanting as much money as they can make, but I guess records don't mean anything anymore. It's just the money's more a lot more important than records. I that's why you know you can like or dislike Tiger. At least he's he, he was always into records. He always goes by the record book and and everything. Can you imagine if uh, if say the Japan Baseball League became as big as MLB, and all the records would be trashed like they are in golf. I mean, eventually, my own feeling is it's, it's, golf's in a really bad state right now because sooner or later, if they don't get it all together, nobody will be watching golf anymore. Yeah, as far as Phil Mickelson, the first name that came to my mind was like Kurt Schilling and Pete Rose. I mean, those guys dropped off an absolute yeah. cliff to where people just can't even look at them, right? But outside of that, I, I no. I mean, Phil's, Phil's uh, you know, from popularity and you know, kind of a likable character to the more that came out about him and people kind of seeing the kind of guy that he is. I just, I, I don't know if that's someone I'd want to hang out with. You know what I mean? I think he's very intelligent about golf. The, the his breakdown over when there's dew on the ground and how the ball flies and that fireside conversation was awesome. Um, but outside of that, I just got nothing for Phil. You're absolutely right. At the end of the day, all these guys are making money. So what separates them is winning. That's all that matters. And the best way to do that is to have the best available tour. And that's why if I was the PGA Tour, I would work with Liv because they have the money and they want to be involved. So you just let Liv basically take over the control of the World Golf Championships in that points structure. And so, therefore, they can be involved and we can have higher purses for the players. But the guaranteed money stinks. I mean, when, once you start throwing out guaranteed money, uh, you're going to lose a certain competitive uh, you know, fever that is supposed to exist there. 
And when these guys get get to play for giant purses, it's going to mean a whole lot. So if there's a way that the PGA Tour could sit down and have a grown-up adult conversation with the Saudis and be like, look, I like my plan. I'm not going to lie. The fact that I solved three years of drama in 10 minutes just now, I think I'm brilliant. Uh, Other people probably think I'm an idiot. But I think that's the best way to do it. Give them five, six, seven dates on the calendar and say these are going to be massive events with massive payouts. And you guys are going to be able to basically kind of fund uh, and make this championship, you know, this tour championship at the end of the season, the quote-unquote FedEx Cup playoffs, you guys are going to be able to make this even bigger and make this a big deal. But you still have emphasis on the majors in order to get those points to qualify for some of those uh, FedEx, uh, whatever our FedEx Saudi Live Tour events would be. So I think you just merge the well, two together and call it a day. The way you, you about the World Golf tournaments, I guess the Live Golfers could get their world golf ranking points back so yeah they'd be back on tour they they would be back on tour and the saudis would they they would have their their tournaments would be involved in the pga tour that's how i'd merge them together we'd bring your tournaments in and we'd make these tournaments we just kind of rebrand them or refocus them on being events that certain players had to qualify for so they're still getting the top names and the best players for their events and tournaments you guys they can schedule them uh, you know, put them on the calendar and place them wherever they want to. They can have their circus clowns and all that other nonsense, but it gives them what they want, which is involvement in the game of golf, right? In some of the sports washing and some of that other you know stuff and the political all that nonsense gives them all that. Cool. Fine. Great. Take it. But also brings everybody back on the same tour and you have elevated events for the players where they can earn more money by placing better in those events. And uh, also, did you see where the English star Terrell Hatton joined Live Golf this week? I did, I did, and that's and know, there's a, it's sad in, really in a way that uh, well, I guess it's not he's going to make his money, but it's just that's I think that's you know, it's it's really scared the PJ Tour they're losing two or three stars every year and and. Uh, it's not going to be the tour it once was, unless they get together, like you said, and do something together. And I think that's what their goal is, the PGA Tour, is to try to... Oh, yeah, they see that on. money. They want a piece of that. They want to elevate their tour. Yeah. Saudis want to get there. The Saudis want to be important. That's how they want to feel. They want to feel important, and the PGA Tour wants money. We can make it both happen. All they got to do is elect me right. to be commissioner and replace Jay Monahan. And after when I'm done working as the commissioner of college football every year, I'll just change my hat and I'll put on like a visor, huh? a visor and a polo and some slacks, and then I'll go be the commissioner of golf. What do you say? I think that's great. I think it's great too, Ken and Burton. I think, if you, I think if you can solve the college football, you can you can solve you can solve live and PGA Tour too because. In my opinion, I think uh, between the NIL, which I think the players should get something, not not the great salaries that some of them are getting, and I in in the transfer portal, the thing I don't understand is how are how are the Indianas and the Illinoises and the other teams that don't have the money that the big big teams have. I mean, like the big schools do, like Alabama, Michigan, or so. How are they going to compete with them? In the NIL money, I mean, I hear, I just heard yesterday Alabama's really upset because Ohio State's taking so many of their transfer players, and they're 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 paying them more than what other schools would, and Alabama's claiming 
Ohio State cheating. I guess Tennessee's down there. It just just like they said, it's the wild, wild west. It's it's really going to ruin college football one of these days if they don't get a grip on on a stru- some some type of structure, whether it be like uh, the NFL with the can- with the cap on the salaries and everything. Because to me, it seems like there should only be so many transfer portals in a year that a team should be able to take unless they lose their coach and everything. And and also there should be a structure on the NIL about how much money they can make. Cause I don't think it was ever intended for, for these guys to make half a million dollars, a million dollars. I remember the quote by Chris Weber when he said, when he got in all that trouble with the fab five, he says, well, he couldn't even afford to pay for a pizza. Well, if you if they're giving you fifty thousand dollars a year, they should be able to afford a pizza. I mean, I, I think that's what it was built to do. Is, you know, I don't think four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a million dollars a year was never the intention for it to get that big. But everybody gets involved, and before you know it, agents get into it and everything. And these guys are making, like they're saying, uh, there's quite a few of these quarterbacks that make as much as. The top name quarterbacks is uh, what Brock Purdy makes for the 49ers because he was such a low draft choice. He's on the lowest pay scale right now till he gets his what three years in or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and the easiest pick. way to do that is to take players off a of scholarship, right? You take you remove right. them and you you completely separate them from the athletic department. They sign a collective bargaining agreement. They unionize as players, and then they sign contractual agreements with the individual schools, not to the coaches, but to the schools, and then you go from there. And and yeah, I think that with the, once, you, once you do that, once you eliminate the scholarship aspect, you don't have to worry about Title IX. You, you completely separate them from the athletic department as a whole because they're the, they're the motor that drives this thing. And right. you, you, if right. you want to split the pie and say the athletic department gets 25%, and the the program gets twenty five percent, and the players get twenty five percent, and uh, the the conference as a whole or the institution, the governing body of whatever college football will be in the future, they get twenty five percent. I'm totally cool with that. I think that's a win win for everybody across the board. But then you need a conference commissioner to come in to rework these television deals, where the money is coming from, how much money is being dispersed to every program to level the playing field so that they have to work under a salary cap. Because right now you're you're right. Oh, the rich are gonna get richer, the poor are gonna be left out, and you're gonna have Indiana football that's got, you know, twenty thousand fans at a game and a and a subpar team that would be lucky to beat Toledo. And I agree completely hundred percent in in I just that's my opinion. I think a lot like you that uh that, that I love college football. I love college sports. But I I just I can't see it. I don't know. It's going to there's more cheating now than there's ever been before before the NIL money and everything. Mhm. I mean, yeah, it's when you you got Ohio State paying out 13 million dollars for transfer portals and everything. It's just ridiculous, really. It's, it's, I got good news for you, Kenan Burton. You want to know what it is? They're getting, all these Alabama players are leaving, right? The same Alabama right. players that couldn't get it done. That did and The same Alabama players that basically forced Nick Saban out of here and said, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this mess. I'm not dealing with this. That's not the kind of player I want in my program. We no. beat them all when they were wearing Alabama uh, red and uh, crimson and white. We're going to beat them all when they're wearing scarlet and gray, Ken. Well, I tell you what, what, what I'm so one of the things besides being 
the, I love Michigan football. I've, I've been a Michigan fan since my dad brought me up. Uh, uh, the one thing I love is Michigan's done it with three and four star players and few five star players. And these other schools, I mean, they were, that was really some accomplishment when you think about it. When, when what Alabama's got 18 five star players and Michigan's got two, it, it was one heck of an accomplishment what Michigan did. You know what they say, Alabama. Ken? Hard work beats talent, but talent doesn't work hard. No, it's, no if you can develop them like Harbaugh's team coaches did and he did, then the, and the same thing with Iowa, even though they don't have an offense, he, uh, you can't say anything but Kirk Ferentz about not developing players because he sure does. No doubt about it. Ken, man, we appreciate the call this morning. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thank you. Let's get to uh, let's get to Rob who wants to talk about Michigan basketball. Is Rob still there? No, he's gone. Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, he wanted to give you grief. Give me grief yeah. about what? About Michigan basketball. Oh, well, is he going to speak for himself or is he going to hide? <laughs> I think he's going to hide on this one. He's going to hide. Uh, U of M, U M alum lover says, uh, and so it will be at AC Bellino, the commission of NCAA football and the PGA Tour. I mean, that's it. I, I can do both, folks. I can do, and after I do that, I'm going to settle everything down in the Middle East. I'm going to settle everything down in Eastern Europe. Might even be able to solve world hunger. I'm telling you, it, it, you take a common sense approach to things, and it's really not that hard. It's really not that hard. Like one of the one of the most the, the craziest thing that I see taking place that nobody is talking about. You know what? Never mind. It's not sports related. I don't want to go down that path. Let's not do that today. Let's keep the train. I'm, I'm really trying hard, Ben. I'm trying hard. I'm trying to keep the train <laughs> on the tracks right now. I'm doing my best, Coach. But really, I mean, it, take a common sense approach to some of these quote-unquote issues. Right? We've got the PGA and the live thing solved. College football is easy to solve, but nobody wants to put in the work to solve it. Right? Because why would we want a level playing field? You know, how dare you want to separate college football it's not the 80s anymore it's not the 90s like it's 2024 we're we're in a world right now where people are talking about nil deals for high school players man where are we going with this where what are we doing where is all this money coming from that's the other thing my goodness like how much money could you possibly raise all the time like, who is just writing these checks? You know, at the end of the day, the college football thing, to me, is is simple. But nobody wants to. Nobody, everyone is afraid of what that might do to college sports. College football is its own entity, right? I'm sorry, nobody's paying millions of dollars to watch water polo. It might hurt the other sports. If you started a small business that sells candles that smell like horse manure and you can't sell any candles, that's a bad business idea. That's a bad business plan. That's not my fault. Right? If you made a whole bunch of money in one calendar year, right? Let's say you make a whole bunch of money. Let's say, you know, you're getting these massive checks, right? And so what do you want to do? You want to go buy a second residence. Okay. Or you want to go do whatever you do. You start spending the money. That's a bad plan. You better have money saved up for a rainy day. Cause when it rains, it pours. And when it dries up, it dries up, right? It's like living in a house without any canned goods. 
Like, what are you doing? Like, well, what happens? Do you have bottled water and light and, and uh, batteries for, for when the power goes out? You know what I mean? Like, are, are you prepared for any of this? Do you, can you think past tomorrow? Do you have a plan in place? Whether it's an emergency plan in the, in the event of an emergency, which, I mean, I'm not here to be a, you know, a, an apocalypse you know, fear monger, but you probably should have something in case we lose power. You probably should have a financial plan for t- 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. You probably don't need to spend what you're spending on frivolous items. Like, plain and simple. Like, that's it. And so when you look at the business model, people want football. They have a good product. So let's invest in the product. It's not my fault nobody wants to watch your sport. The more people that are interested in it, the more money it'll make. Like this idea of like equity in sports, like it doesn't exist. It does not exist. That's the point of athletic competition. The best one wins. Football is the best one out of the whole bunch. So remove the scholarships. There you go. No more Title IX. Don't have to worry about that. Probably going to end up cutting some sports. Good for the athletic department. Let them save some money. Divide it into quarters. Right? The league signs the deal with the television networks. Here's our conferences. Here's our networks. Let's get the product out there. How do we do it? The same way the NFL does. Right? They have a revenue split between the owners and the players, just like the NBA. Owners and the players. That's how it's divided. You can do the same thing with college football. You can even give a quarter of it to the athletic department. A quarter to the players. A quarter to the program as a whole that would act as the ownership group. Right? And a quarter to the league that's operating this whole thing. Because it's going to take, you know, take some personnel to run this thing. 25% split of the pie. Players get their share. Department gets their share. Program gets their share. League gets their share. That's an equal dispersion. Boom. Done. It's simple. Don't overthink it. Run it like a business. Run everything in your life like a business. Run your home like a business. Right? Income and outcome. Simple as that. Accounts receivable, accounts payable. Get an accountant. That's all we got. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Maybe I'll solve some of the more more world problems uh, tomorrow here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. 
Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Miss shopping this week at Meyer. This Saturday only, get 10% off Meyer brand gift cards with Emperks. Clip in the app today. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills cereal or Dan and yogurt and more. Shop and save even more this week at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.